Our scripture for this morning comes from 2 Corinthians chapter 13, verses 5 through 13. I'm reading from the New Revised Standard Version. Examine yourselves to see whether you are living in the faith. Test yourselves. Do you not realize that Jesus Christ is in you? Unless indeed you fail to meet the test. I hope you will find out that we have not failed, but we pray to God that you may not do anything wrong, nor that we may appear to have met the test, but that you may do what is right, though we may seem to have failed. For we cannot do anything against the truth, but only for the truth. For we rejoice when we are weak and you are strong. This is what we pray for you, that you may become perfect. So I write these things while I am away from you, so that when I come, I may not have to be severe in using the authority that the Lord has given me for building up and not for tearing down. Finally, brothers and sisters, farewell. Put things in order. Listen to my appeal. Agree with one another. Live in peace. And the God of love and peace will be with you. Greet one another with a holy kiss. All the saints greet you. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with all of you. Amen. The word of God for us this morning. Thanks be to God. Testing has been on our minds a lot lately because of COVID. About a week and a half ago, I started not feeling too well. I remember feeling pressure on my chest and had this nagging cough and I thought surely I was coming down with the flu or maybe even bronchitis or a cold. Because of everything going on with COVID, I decided to go get tested. I quarantined myself from everybody that I, I could and uh, I went and got tested. And a few days later, to my surprise, I tested positive. I didn't realize that this virus could uh, manifest itself in so many different ways. I didn't have the usual symptoms. I didn't have a high fever. I didn't have shortness of breath. I had not lost my sense of smell or of taste like some others. And so if it wasn't for the test, I really would have never known what was going on and what, what I had. It was the test that really showed me. So it showed me how important testing really is. In our scripture this morning, Paul is writing to the Corinthians and he's inviting them to get tested. No, he's not inviting them to get tested for COVID. He is asking them to, to test themselves to see that they have Jesus in them, that they are living by faith. He wants them to test themselves to make sure that they're living in the faith and that they're following everything that he has taught them about Jesus Christ. He says, if you fail the test, then something is really wrong. You will pass the test, though, if you look at your life and you're able to see that you are trying to do things right by God. 
basically what Paul was saying is that one of the marks of Jesus in us is our search for righteousness, for the right things before God. The way we try to live our lives in ways that honor God and that follow his word. So one way to pass a test is to make sure that you're living a righteous life and that you're trying to do right by God and by neighbor. And this is an important part of our lives and our faith because it is part of our witness to the world. The world knows that we follow Christ because of the way we live and how we try to do things right by God. Paul was away from the Corinthians when he was writing this letter. And he was writing to them because he wanted them to be made perfect in love and in peace. He wanted when he came to find them as strong Christians that were walking in the faith of Jesus Christ and that were doing everything they could to live their lives in ways that showed that they really knew Jesus Christ. Paul's prayer for the Corinthians is that their their lives would be made perfect in Christ, in love and in peace. And he even admits that he himself and the other disciples might not be all there yet in perfection, that they might not, not arrived at that place where they are perfectly doing things for God. He even admits that at times his words has, have been harsh uh, to them as he's tried to correct them, but he tells them that everything that he has done has been to build them up and not to tear them down. You see, as Christians, we are supposed to build each other up for the kingdom of God. We're not supposed to be tearing each other down. We're not supposed to be looking for things to just poke holes at the neighbor's faith. We're supposed to be helping each other to grow and to develop as disciples of Jesus Christ. In his final appeal, Paul tells the Corinthians to put all things in order, to agree with one another, and to live in peace. Now that's a great prescription for today, isn't it? To, to put things in order, to live in peace, and to get along and to agree with each other. But putting things in order is not always easy, is it? Have you noticed that it's always easier to make a mess than it is to pick it up? How it's easier to put on weight than to lose it? We all know that from quarantine. I mean, it's just easier to mess up than it is to straighten up. And Paul is telling them to get things in order, to order their lives in such a way that their faith is guiding their actions, that they're their following of Jesus is what's actually dictating what they do and how they do it. To get in order with God's love, with God's peace, with God's will for their lives, in order that the gospel message can continue to be shared through them and in them. Paul then invites them to agree with each other, and that's always difficult. Because when you think about it, if you had five people enter a room, you would get five different point of views, you would get five different perspectives, they would have five different opinions about whatever it is that you were discussing. And yet, Paul is asking them to agree with each other, to be of the same mind as the way that he's put it in other places. 
And what is he saying? Does he say, does he mean to, that we are always going to agree on everything? I don't think that's what he's talking about. I think that when Paul tells them to agree with each other, he's telling them to agree with each other in terms of who Jesus Christ is, who Jesus is as the Son of God who gave his life to forgive our sins and to restore us, that we agree on who God is as the creator of the universe, the one who sent his Son into the world because he loved us so very much, that we agree that the Holy Spirit is here with us to be our counselor, to be our strength, to be our power from God, to be able to do incredible things. You see, we are not always going to agree on everything, but Paul was inviting them to agree with each other in the fundamentals of the faith, in the basis of what they were about, that they were about being disciples and followers of Jesus Christ. And then Paul tells them to live in peace with each other. It is hard to live in peace with each other, though, to get along with everybody, especially when we know that everybody doesn't like us and that things aren't always right in our world. It is hard to live in peace. When we hear about the injustices that have taken place in our country against people of color, it is hard to live in peace when we know of the unjust killing of George Floyd. Yet the reality is that every day in our country there is simply too much senseless death that is taking place. Everywhere we turn, we hear about bad news, of terrible things happening, and we cannot turn a blind eye to the injustices that we see. We cannot ignore the abuses of power by corrupt police officers. We cannot ignore the violent acts that we have seen of looting and other things that have taken place in our city. The main difference between us and other protesters is that we as Christians are coming at this from the point of view of people of faith. We are coming at it from the point of view of followers of Jesus. Our faith tells us that God created us equal in front of him, that we, each one of us, was created in his image. Our faith tells us that we should seek to live in peace with each other and with God. Our faith tells us that to, we must love our neighbor as we love ourselves. And our faith tells us that when our neighbor hurts, we hurt. And that when our neighbor suffers, we suffer. Our faith dictates that we must not tear each other up, but that we must build each other up. There are so many things that we can learn from our faith in order to be able to face the challenges that we face today. In the end, Paul knew that it would be up to the Corinthians to listen to his appeal and to decide whether they would live up to the stature of being disciples of Jesus Christ. Paul tells them, I know in the end it's going to be up to you, but I want you to know that you're not alone. The God of love and peace will continue to be with you. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ will be there to sustain you. 
The communion of the Holy Spirit will be there to show you the will of God that is perfect and good for your life. As we seek to live out the kingdom of God in our lives, we need to continue to persevere, knowing that God is all about justice and truth, that he is all about mercy and love, that he is all about reconciling people to himself and people to each other. So don't forget that in order for us to be able to do all of these things, in order for you and I to be able to bring about the kingdom of God, we need to be able to face the sin of racism, to call it what it is, sinful behavior that seeks to demean and denigrate one human being before another. We must remember that we have to test positive for Jesus in our lives every day. And in order to do that, we must be able to see signs of God's love that was shown to us in Jesus Christ in everything that we do and say, in how we care for our neighbors, in how we seek to do justice, to show mercy, and to walk humbly before God. It is so important for us to understand that God is a God of truth and that God wants justice and that God wants us to do what is right. On this day before I close, I just encourage you to test yourself. Make sure you are testing positive for Jesus. Make sure that there are works of mercy, mercy and piety in your life that are evident to the world around you. Make sure that you are sharing the love of God, promoting the peace of God, but also holding up the justice of God for every individual. I want to send you a holy kiss and a big hug. I want to thank all of you who have been praying for my wife and I as we have continued to recover from COVID. With God's help, we will be better very soon. God is with us. We will make it through this time together. And we need to continue to proclaim the coming kingdom of God that we want to see here on earth, that God's will will be done on earth as it is in heaven. May God's love and peace continue to sustain you now and always. Stay healthy. Stay in his peace. In Jesus' name.